When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there, welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host. So why does someone decide to start a podcast? And why does that person stay committed once the novelty has worn off? I'm answering both of those questions today as part of a week of episodes on the act and art of podcasting itself. Because I found that when I get interviewed these days, it's really not because people want me to talk about how to be a better person. It's because they want to know more about podcasting, which, hey, great. I love podcasting and I'm happy to talk about it anytime. It is a very hot topic these days. And I'm interviewing someone on Wednesday, Ariel Nissenblatt, who is a hugely influential person in the podcasting space, who can help us understand why podcasting speaks to so many people. So if you want to know more about that, come on back. Today, I'm starting at the beginning of my podcasting journey and sharing with you what inspired me to get started. And then I'm going to give you a peek at what's keeping me going. So here is why I started the How to Be a Better Person podcast. I wrote a book called How to Be a Better Person that came out in January 2018. It has 401 ideas in it. That is a lot of ideas. I was inspired to write the book by a poll that came out in December 2016 from Marist University that said, for the first time ever, the most popular New Year's resolution was to be a better person. This was right after the election, when we felt so divided, and this poll gave me hope that people were realizing that we can't just get stuck in our own little worlds, that we need to be the change we wish to see, and that we need to give a shit. I wanted to be part of that effort and help folks figure out a way to make that very important and very amorphous desire to be a better person real. I wanted to keep that book fresh and top of mind. Typically, so many books are published every year that after about a month of being out, a book becomes kind of old news. With a podcast, every time I published an episode, it would have that new factor that would help me continue to be contacted for interviews and help keep the book and now the podcast a part of the conversation. Plus, I have loved audio ever since I had a radio show in college. My show was called The Greatest Hits of the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And even then, I had a love of broad topics. But being in that booth with the headphones and all the knobs and the dials and the cough button that you could press if you had to cough so no one could hear you, it was so fun. I felt like it was ground control to Major Tom, you know? And also to know that I was in people's ears as they went about their lives was also strangely intimate. I loved it. 
So when my book came out, or after it had been out, and it was already starting to feel old, I got inspired to do short daily episodes, primarily because my friend and marketing mentor, Nancy Sheed, and I were at lunch during a conference. And she said, hey, have you thought about turning your book into a podcast? And I said, sure, I've thought about it, but I haven't gotten much farther than thinking. And then she told me about a podcast she loved that had five-minute episodes a week. And that got me excited. Because as a podcast listener, I don't have big chunks of time to listen to an episode that's 90 minutes long. In fact, those long episodes of the earlier days of podcasting kind of kept me away from the medium at first. But 10 minutes or less, that I could handle. I like that short daily episodes were something that fit into my life. And I figured I'm not alone in this and that other people would appreciate that too. So I liked the novelty of it. Yes, I was launching a podcast like so many other people were, but I was putting my spin on it, and that gave me confidence to wade into a crowded sea. And finally, the primary way I earn a living is by helping people write their books. I love this work. I feel I was born to do this work. I work with amazing people. It's all good. But I came to learn that if I am only creating things for clients and not for me, that I feel sad on a deep level. I need something that's all mine, a way for me to get my perspective and my voice out into the world. Podcasting provided that in a different way than writing my own books did. Books come out every couple of years. My podcast comes out every day of the week, every day of the work week anyway. It was more about developing a practice of creating and publishing work on a much more immediate time frame that was compelling to me. I initially told myself that I would try podcasting for one year. For those 52 weeks, I wouldn't wonder if I should keep going. I would only think about that after I passed the one-year mark. I'll talk about why I'm continuing to produce a daily podcast, even now that I'm 700 episodes and two and a half years in, right after this break. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome back. So if my goal was to produce this podcast for one year, why am I still at it? Well, for one, it's become such a part of my life and my identity. Stopping now on a personal level would be like giving up yoga 
or playing piano or whatever thing you love doing that helps keep you feeling good about what you're up to in life. As much as sometimes I feel like I don't have time or ideas, I also know that if I just sit down and get to writing, I will feel so much better. I'll have thought through some things, gotten some stuff out of my head, and stayed accountable to this thing that I've built, and all of that feels really good. Also, what is 1,000% clear to me is that podcasting is a long game. As I'm sure you've noticed, I'm starting to get regular sponsors, and the podcast is currently transitioning from passion project that I self-fund to revenue stream. And there are other things I want to do, like create opportunities for people who listen to the podcast to interact with each other and with me. So really, I'm just getting started. Yes, I've broken the seal and I've built an audience and a track record and a habit and a routine about getting episodes out in the world, but that was just phase one. I can see that now. Now a whole new phase is possible, so why would I stop? Of course, everything is subject to change based on all kinds of things seen and unforeseen, but this is where my head is at now. As for my goal of starting a podcast to help my book stay current and selling, All I can say is that over the last two years, How to Be a Better Person has sold about two and a half times more copies than my other book, Stress Less, which came out less than a year before How to Be a Better Person. The royalties aren't going to put my kids through college, but they do add a low four figures to my bottom line each year. And honestly, producing this podcast keeps me accountable to myself. If I'm curious about a topic, the podcast gives me a reason to learn more about it see who knows a lot about it, and even reach out and interview them. It's great for my own learning and my own practice of being the person I want to be and for building my network. Am I committed to keep the podcast going in exactly the same form for the rest of time? No, it may need to morph. Maybe I'll shift down to three episodes a week, or maybe I need to bring on a co-host of some sort or find people to take over the podcast for a week here or there to lower the number of episodes I'm responsible for producing on a monthly or yearly basis. Or maybe I will shift to more of a season format where I go dark on a regular basis. But so far, if it ain't broke, I'm not fixing it. So is there a tiny assignment associated with all this? There sure is. And it's this. Think about something you're doing currently that you started a while ago could be a job or a hobby or a volunteer position, and remind yourself what your goals were then. And then think about why you're still doing it now. Is there still enough there to keep you going? What phase are you in now? Is there some new phase available to you now that you've been at it a while? And if you're wondering how I managed to come up with five episodes a week, and just where can somebody find a regular stream of ideas? be sure to come back tomorrow when I'm sharing how I get ideas regularly and in a timely manner and how you can too. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button 
at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 